Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Intrigue podcast. With a rather dreadful and uneasy year coming to an end, I observe a lot of people rejoicing over the possible possibility of a vaccine being distributed so- sooner rather than later. But was this really the worst year that humanity has lived through, or at least the worst year us millennials and the people people working have experienced? To give it a spin. probably this was the year which uh, helped us gain a lot of perspective probably the year that actually woke us up people realize what they wanted to do they realize their priorities and uh, learned so much about themselves as well as their loved ones so much keeping this in mind the topic for today's podcast is responsibility now many of you might think why responsibility responsibility i believe is something uh, wherein which is rather always swept under the carpet which is not discussed as much as it should be and to discuss this today on the podcast i have a very close and dear friend of mine as well as a fellow law student ashray chaudhary hi ashray hi mohit hi uh so, i'd like to know what what is what is it that intrigues you so much about the term responsibility and the whole concept as such of responsibility uh yeah uh, very excited to discuss discuss this topic uh, so basically as you said that uh, we as millennials have been not introduced to this whole concept or this is not been around us a lot responsibility as a thing because our parents have been have worked so hard for us have owned that house have a stable income have all the basic amenities at least i'm talking about us middle class or upper middle class or above people we have the basic things with us and we have been provided for so well that we don't have to think of a lot uh, in terms of future right? right so so we don't have that wired uh, wiring in our brain that we think in that particular direction we have certain hobbies that we pursue and then we somehow make a career out of it i i think that is how most people function right now mm-hmm. and which is why it is leading to a lot of uh, what do you say uh, mental health problems as well because at after a time people lose an interest in that particular thing right mm-hmm. they don't realize a part but uh, the other responsibilities that are that are there in their life and that also ruins their uh, their uh, their family situation their relationships mm-hmm. a lot of uh, that that is how it uh, mental health problems are created i believe this is the very sole problem of this generation of our generation especially mm-hmm. uh, my my reason for speaking for this and how i realized that there is there are responsibilities that are to be kept with is first of all i'll i'll i it is uh, i have to say it here that i have been a very irresponsible child uh, uh, in a back a year or two i'll say mm-hmm. I, I, could you could you expand on that i i, I as i said uh, my family provided well uh, uh, for me i have almost everything that a kid needs to grow right i have the environment that i needed to grow but 
realizing that the parents your parents are working so hard to provide such things right and then actually working in that sense is is totally different than actually getting it right mm-hmm. so just getting it won't do it you have to actually do something with it and i on the other hand wasn't utilizing these opportunities at my best at my highest potential you know mm-hmm. everyone has the potential to do it but only few do it because they realize that there's certain responsibility or something else which gets them motivated and lets them pursue that potential right they realize okay i can do this and they pursue that potential right. so for me i joined law school without even like actually thinking if it's it was a possible career i just wanted to do something very different from what seriously this is the actual story mm-hmm. something very different from what my cousins were doing mm-hmm. my cousins are doing great and i i i have i'm the smallest uh, of all of them okay mm-hmm. so i see a lot of them doing so well mm-hmm. and i see myself and i i was like okay i'll do law i'll 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 do great but not even realizing that there's something very like different in that field right you not even realizing the whole aspect of that field Right. and i joined it now it's totally a different story i i think i look at it in a very different way and i'm pursuing it i i think i'm pursuing it better but that was then and i uh, my father didn't even ask me a single question why i wanted to join this particular field he just wanted me to give everything that in his, uh, in his, that was in his power for me to pursue these dreams right. now back uh, the, around 6 months ago during the lockdown period we were at our native place and uh, I, i because i had i had not many things to do i was pursuing certain things but not to the best of my potential i'll say mm-hmm. and then i was not feeling very optimistic as well now i i i was sitting with my father uh, and we were just talking about things like how are things going because it's a we don't usually get that time to actually sit down and talk things to okay, okay? Mm-hmm. this lockdown period has given us that time a lot of that time for mm-hmm. thinking like that talking like that so we just sat down and then it came around like uh, i i told him that how the situation is how how are the internships not lining up and uh, you are familiar with this right so uh how there are uncertainties lying ahead in the future right mm-hmm. so he i he just told me that look you have it i i i give you a free hand with all of this okay it's mm-hmm. completely your decision i have never asked you a single question about this and i want you to do it by thinking it on your own i'm not going to help you in this mm-hmm. and that made me like realize that this is some like uh, first of all it it made me feel ashamed that like what the hell am i doing this man is investing so much of his resources mm-hmm. his uh, time and everything in this and i'm not even putting up the full of my potential in it mm-hmm. and then i real like you realize this that, that this actually uh, motivated me to actually put things like it it 
give me a little perspective of what actually i am right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like sometimes we are too over our heads right we feel too confident about ourselves as well that mm-hmm. okay ye ho jayega waisa waisa but it's not actually the truth we are something something totally else right so that gave me a lot of perspective and i realized that okay there are certain things that you actually need to do that there are certain obligations there are certain responsibilities that can actually push you towards meaning and make you turn your life into something that's much more better than what you actually perceive so of course um i think that's a great way to put it but um i also feel if someone who's aware of their responsibilities there needs to be a personal calling out wherein basically you need to call out yourself on whatever you think it's, it's sort of um, looking in, inside of uh, you as a person it's sort right. of getting that self realization of what you need to do to achieve a certain thing it may be anything exactly. be it professional personal or anything so it, was there a moment was there a eureka moment for you wherein you sort of realize that uh, yes i think i've not been so responsible um pertaining to what your definition of responsibility is it can be different for everyone i feel um, the de- definition of responsibility some someone might feel uh, the need to take care of their siblings take care of their uh, loved ones as their right. responsibility someone might think uh, doing something for the society on a larger scale is what would drive them and it's it's a responsibility for them so what was this moment wherein you actually realized uh, that you have right. a little irresponsible and you need to get things on track as well as do you think the just the power of realizing our responsibilities does it make, make us a better person is there a certain push or a certain uh at say motivation that we derive right. once we realize right. our responsibilities so i don't think there was a eureka moment right first of all like as millennials right we all are millennials so we have a lot of distractions in our life so mm-hmm. i've been i've had a lot of distractions in my life mm-hmm. you know the story about porn and then right. there's television there's ott subscriptions and other mm-hmm. series and all there are friends mm-hmm. not friends mm-hmm. it's up to you obviously it's, it's it's totally up to you right it's there blank yeah not a blank yeah so it's not something outside that's responsible for it it's you who's responsible for not taking care of yourself and right. getting in, into all these distractions okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so there have been so so many of these things distractions but i started to cut down these distractions from my third year of law school i'll say okay mm-hmm. uh i i have got i have i got uh, so many good friends like you who motivated me to stop uh, doing certain things because you have i've seen that you crazy about physical uh, fitness then we started the whole uh, uh, journey for the no fat thing right. it was really motivational for me as well so mm-hmm. i think cutting down those distractions slowly and gradually made me more self aware about myself and i had a certain realization of not being responsible because you you, you go into social situa- situations right you you go to family functions mm-hmm. and you see that 
only i think only i mean it, it's i i don't know about every every other community but i think in my family mm-hmm. a person who takes for responsibility and who realizes his responsibilities or who's at least like you can see a person who's responsible right he's he looks sorted right mm-hmm. so you can see him getting much more respect than mm-hmm. any other person Mm-hmm. so i could i had that realization that okay uh, okay i don't get that much respect in my social circles mm-hmm. and that is because i'm not that much responsible in many of the circumstances that i should be responsible with right humans everyone likes to do leisure activities right everyone it, it's it, it it's not i don't even need to explain this right especially so, especially when everything is everything is rather so available right yeah Yeah, it's it's, it's one click away from you, right? Yeah. So everyone likes to do laser, but it's mm-hmm. it's up to you, right? To to get your get your things, get your shit together, and just get going. Right. And so these cutting down these distractions le- help me become aware of actually what I am, mm-hmm. and then uh, obviously these uh, this lockdown period because I've been. Uh, hanging out with myself so much mm-hmm. you realize your own uh, evils right you right. get you re- because you, there's no one else to distract you from there's just right. your family right. and it's like after so many years you're living actually living living with your family right 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 before that in your childhood there was school so there was not much time you're going to school then you're going to tuitions then you're going to as fall. well as like we around, don't right? need to be responsible in a way we were right. pretty young uh, yeah so now this 9 months 6 months whatever it was it gave me certain realization oh i stand this way in my family right now right. this is how they feel about me right now mm-hmm. and i don't feel very good about it right there so there was certain very little realization of that i started acting upon it a little bit little little right and then there was this moment in that uh, that conversation that i had with my dad and that made me realize okay yeah okay i am a very stupid person as such and i need to change certain things so okay. that was there and yeah about the second question that you had i think it has a really big uh, motivation uh, it it puts you in a very motivated uh, stand there because you know you everyone loves their mother their father right mm-hmm. you want to do something for them right you realize okay fuck this person has done so much for me and uh, you're behaving like an asshole waking up at 9 o'clock every day and asking him to make a, a shouting at them for for no reason at all like simple reason like, right. you, you're just frustrated with yourself what you are you're not doing anything mm-hmm. you're just shouting at your mom that's not cool right that's not responsible true, true. so there's it uh, there's this motivation there right uh, that you feel okay your mom is there and she's doing so much for you your dad is there she's doing he's doing so much for you mm-hmm. and you want to do make them proud of you so that's the very basic thing that puts you into that track that motivation i think you also would have uh, had certain kind of these moments right where where you saw we would have seen that okay my dad is such an awesome person mm-hmm. and he's doing so much for me and that motivated you to do something Certainly, to certainly. ask something more from you right? right 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 so as you said regarding how uh, 
there's this to put into perspective we can either look at it in a very negative way or in a very positive way how 2020 has panned out especially right. just a week now we'll be in 2021 and the possibilities of opening up and like you know the world reverting back to what it was normal right the horizon hopefully hopefully right but, yeah so but um, as you said once we realize our responsibilities do you think there's a big major gap wherein people uh, are sort of in denial of their responsibilities because they know there needs to be a certain there needs to be certain sacrifice there needs to be certain um, letting go of an entitlement that i feel um, in india as a society it doesn't matter from which area you are which state you are you right. you have this sort of entitlement especially as you said people who are coming from middle class upper middle class or rich background right. wherein at least all the basic amenities with have been provided for right yeah. yeah and even even if you want to travel if you want to like if you want to buy something which is say like a cloth a shoe or something like that it is at your disposal you can buy it um appearance wouldn't mind that right right so in that sense we are entitled of getting everything and especially i also thought um regarding uh, regarding this pandemic as right. in how much we are dependent on how education has sort of become an excuse wherein we every everybody saw it on television like so many people right. from uh, even even in the bigger companies even in mncs were losing their job left left right and center however for right. us students we still had that comfort blanket we knew right. we are getting our next meal we knew we are getting uh, you know we could we could have ordered we a new right website, right right a new phone everything so in that sense we were entitled do you think there needs to be a realization of sacrifice and like wherein people need to understand that uh, okay if you want to do something you need to sacrifice a little bit or more depending on uh, what you want to achieve and where you want to uh, go in your life do you right. think so uh, so do you think that is something missing i also see a lot of people in our college who are really really talented be it in art politics right. uh-huh. or like any other field which is not law related but um, is a field i think they can really prosper in however they are sort of holding them back or have maybe some some people have given up wherein they are thinking okay i'm in the legal profession um i might not want to become a lawyer lawyer like dedicate right. six months of my life to law correct But, correct okay, i'll get around somewhere because you know as i said education has is in a way a sort of an excuse wherein you know if you don't get a job or you don't get something of your liking even after completing right. your five years you can obviously go and tell your parents that you want to do an llm mba or some other correct. master's degree or something correct correct, correct. that will be just fine there, there's no need of any you know cajoling in and right wherein uh, it's almost a happy thing you can you can uh, buy tens and thousands rupees of notebooks and books and your parents would be fine with it because that's right. how everyone has been brought up and so do you think especially in other countries wherein people um from the age of 18 or 19 if not right. um 
held accountable for all the expenses they are at least um asked to go and work on the weekends or like say work 4 hours a day and correct any any of these shops or like a part time job right sort of actually helps them to um realize the importance of money the the importance of being responsible with their money right so uh, about the last part of the question mm-hmm. um i remember a very beautiful story that uh, one of my teachers taught me in my school mm-hmm. so it's related to our parenting as well uh, there are there are flaws in indian parenting as well we are too spoon fed as children as well i'm not saying it's it's totally their fault obviously mm-hmm. after a certain point it's not their fault it's up to you to take up that responsibility and get up right, right. but right. since the since the very beginning we are so pampered like mm-hmm. i remember my I, i used to get like fucking anything that my that i used to ask for like my, if you just go to my grand grandma and ask okay my father is not letting me have this mm-hmm. just tell tell him to just get me or i just like throw a tantrum right you you would have like, done that right? yeah everyone so, everyone does yeah so uh we as like indian parenting has this inherent flaw that we like we just have to give everything to their children i don't know why that is mm-hmm. I, i think it's it's also because they they think they think in this as a responsibility as well so yeah. they think that they didn't get that much when they were mm-hmm. uh, they were the kids right mm-hmm. because they've been through the whole post independence era those 70 years right before the 2000s started where there was not so much right we were just right. still growing as a country right. and uh, there were famines there were where no, no not those stable governments were there in right so you didn't have that much choices my father tells me that he used to take just a uh, pickle and rotis for his lunch mm-hmm. uh, to school right mm-hmm. so he didn't obviously get the the those and coming back to that story so mm-hmm. why i say indian parenting is flawed is because uh, the story is uh, basically that if you um so uh, after a caterpillar builds a cocoon in uh, uh, around it right to turn into a butterfly after some time Right. if the mother caterpillar mother butterfly okay it helps that caterpillar break that shell okay where it's just about to open up right the cocoon mm-hmm. if it helps it the the caterpillar that the butterfly that comes out of it it doesn't fly it can't fly right right okay because its wings are not that strong right right it has to break the walls of that egg or the cocoon that it builds around itself to make its mm-hmm. wings strong and after a minute or two it will start flying if it breaks itself right. but if so the like a natural test right like natural if test. the mother butterfly just or uh, if like i i'm a scientist in a laboratory and i'm trying to i'm i help it with my some uh, instrument or something to open it mm-hmm. the butterfly won't fly so our parents need to give us that uh, what do you say that just go just get out there and do stuff just just mm-hmm. do some shit right. i i'm right. not going to do everything for you now right so right. that phase needs to be there yeah that that 
we need to take more of our decisions uh we need to have that uh, phase where we fail and we get up mm-hmm. i i am no expert at this because i have haven't had that phase i'm i think i'm starting right now i hope it goes well right but, right uh we don't have that phase so like in america or what i've seen in the movies i have no friends there or so also, but we see that after the age of 16 or let's say 15 they just mm-hmm. get out of their call they get out of their house because maybe they they don't have that good relationship with their parents but mm-hmm. on the other hand uh they a lot of them do have good uh, relationship with their parents but they still get out of their houses and they do something uh, out of their own right they work part time they'll pay they'll be paying their tuition from their own right. pockets right Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that that uh, that automatically makes you make responsible decisions right you won't be spending too much of your money if you're mm-hmm. if you have to earn it by yourself true and true. you have you have a responsibility to pay your tuition in like a coming week or so so mm-hmm. that's there so this is a very basic uh, i think that's the foundational problem that i think a lot of people have realized in india also right now and mm-hmm. also they're working on it you will see that in our college as well a lot of people have a lot of talent there mm-hmm. but they don't totally truly focus on it because plus one thing there's distractions and you know that there's someone behind you who's going to catch you even if you fail right, right. there's right. this family business or something that you're going to join after that and you'll do well in your life that you know that mm. but what if there's nothing behind right exactly. then it's 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 survival basic survival theko pata hai aage if you have if you have nothing in uh, behind you if you have theko you don't know what is going to earn that bread for you tomorrow right you won't make any stupid decisions your body is your brain is wired in that manner that will stress you out and that will make you do certain things that are responsible in nature so it's actually this whole thing is wired in ourselves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like we can connect this whole thing we've discussed this before uh, the whole plot the premise of uh, what do you say uh, fight club and uh, the lot of, yeah the uh, we've seen uh, we've uh, seen a lot of videos from captain sinbad right where he has discussed mm-hmm. that this millennium has not been has not been uh, introduced to that uh, survival scenario or the survival circumstances where mm-hmm. you have to uh, live every day in survival mode yeah right now we are in leisure mode right we can True. do whatever you want we have freedom to do whatever mm-hmm. we want right there's no there's no uh, what do you say something hanging on ourselves like kuch something might happen and that will mm-hmm. kill everybody around you who you love right it's just very secure safe and that is what has led to this situation where a lot of us are that responsible right right so i think everyone who listened to that will take home a certain uh, you know snippet wherein i think being aware uh, being responsible also makes you a lot more aware 
of your you know yourself your pros your cons also i was uh, i'm really happy you brought up the film fight club i remember the first time i saw that movie it, it completely blew my mind away not giving any spoilers for all the listeners who haven't watched the movie but i right. think uh, to just give out a scene which really um, stuck out for me which really was sort of the highlight of that movie right uh, so uh, so there's a scene where in tyler durden the protagonist or antagonist how are you want to see him right um, he goes to a shop randomly which is i think run by an asian asian dude who's at the counter right and he orders something and the second he turns around there's a gun being pointed at him right now anyone who faces that all of a sudden will certainly have fits as well right. as this asian man having and he got really shit scared and then uh, tyler takes him uh, to the back of the basement or i think i don't exactly remember but i think uh, back of the shop back of he asked him he asked him what what does he want to do like yeah. what's his goal and an ambition in life and right. the asian guy um, tells him that he wants to be a um, vet he wants to be a, uh, he was studying to be a vet he was in medical school right but, um, he gave up the studies uh, due to some hardships and, right like there were family pressure etc etc so um, the i think the highlight moment here was uh, tyler durden um, tells him that okay you have i'll give you two months or three months a certain amount of time and then i've uh, seen your id i know where you live i know um, where your family lives so i'll come back and check on you in that you don't become yeah yeah in that time frame uh, you should at least give your exam or get uh, enrolled back into medical college and um, start start pursuing what you want right now as soon as he um, goes off i think till then um, whoever is watching that movie till that scene uh, people are left sort of perplexed they're thinking okay what what was the motive behind right. this right tyler being a very eccentric character as such right so uh, then i think tyler uh, gives a great great advice great piece of advice wherein he goes um, now since um, it's on his survival right he'll taste the best breakfast he'll taste the best lunch yeah. he has tomorrow when he wakes up he'll be uh, overjoyed he'll be he'll have the biggest motivation he won't have any distractions to earn and earn and do what he really wants because now there is there's sort of a knife hanging over his head when right. he doesn't does uh, do a certain thing right. he'll have to pay for it hardly so i think for anyone listening to this i think fight club is certainly a movie with um, this is just a snippet it also talks about stoicism and right basically the value of survival value of sacrifice as well as understanding our, your responsibilities and doing something for the society right so i think that's a great movie for any of our listeners who want to refer refer to it or watch it sometime so of course so this is something wherein we adopted and we sort of got influenced by movies right uh, there are a lot of things in our mythology as well that yeah brings- i wanted to yeah. i certainly wanted to bring that up so i th- i feel mythology and scriptures 
in a way are somehow misread in a way right uh, or or at least the interpretation because one thing i've noticed and i uh, feel really bad that uh, uh, like take, taking uh, calling myself out here i don't really know the intricacies or the between the line meaning of right. uh, many, many of the things that have happened in the mahabharat and ramayan etc because right. um, there there are certain instances which when i see on television or like the way they have been presented in normal media right i i get pretty confused as to why something happened and like th- this is something wrong but right. it's being portrayed as good right so i feel there's a huge gap especially <coughs> in our generation wherein we don't so, really know our scriptures or responsibility also right. it's never included um in our you know teachings in our colleges or schools right so i feel i feel that's a responsibility for the government and the people to really promote that and right. help us um, understand that so um as i know we have been trying to scrape off mythology and scriptures so is there anything that you you have come across any story or any instance which sort of gives us this idea of what being responsible is sacrifices uh, see for how i have seen because i've been introduced to a lot of stories from my grandma and mm-hmm. i have been very fortunate to learn all these things in my school so i i was very interested and keen in those things so mm-hmm. uh so there there's this little serial that my grandma watches every uh, evening right it's a uh, it's on ganesha lord ganesha so it stores various stories from indian mythology that have happened okay mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. see when we see these stories we think they are very stupid like how can this magical thing happen because we've seen this the millennials have been introduced to a lot of science and technology and we realize certain things certain facts right. which makes right. it possible but, right but just but to make I, a point there i think um they are not to be directly interpreted as they are written there's a lot of between the lines inter- right right interpreted yeah exactly and i think every beat of gita beat of bible beat of quran right right so i think our writers of these scriptures and these stories were very intelligent and they they foresaw how these things might be uh, what do you say interpreted right so they wanted to make them as simple as possible and also they wanted to make it about hope right for every person they just wanted to see that okay there's there should be hope there because hope is the very basic thing that you need in your life if i am seeing that there is no no hope in the future right there is no there is nothing for to live for i'll kill myself today right so i think they made it a lot around hope and that's why they simplified it down and that's why they made a such a big thing about okay there's god okay right a power that uh oversees you i'm not very sure about everything but this is my interpretation of right. these things so there's this little story uh this is how i feel about god okay i i totally believe there's a supreme power out there but i don't think that he comes out and does magical things to help people uh, this is how i feel uh, there's there's no offense in this i'm sorry if i'm right. anyone i i i respect everyone's uh, belief mm-hmm. there okay so 
this there's this little story about uh, lord uh, uh satyanarayana okay so so indian indian in indian culture we have lord satyanarayana for whom uh, there is a fast okay we do fast for certain religious reasons that help us get what we want okay like uh, right. it, it, under that story there is uh, there is this mm-hmm. king who does this fast every ekadashi that's the 11th 11th day of the month of the hindu calendar every month mm-hmm. of hindu calendar okay so on this the 11th day he does a fast and he does certain rituals which has led him to pro- led his kingdom to prosper a lot mm-hmm. okay and a certain person named as sadhu who's a businessman see that okay this this city is prospering so much why is that why is that happening so he goes to the king and asks him ki in a very humble manner that why are you so how, how did you make your kingdom prosper so much so the king tells him that this has been the secret of my uh, pro, my uh, the, my kingdom prosper the fast the ekadashi fast that we do for lord uh, satyanarayana okay so sadhu as a person was a very uh, was a very greedy person okay he he was very business minded and calculated okay he wanted to he wanted he would spend uh, he would not take a penny less or more for his transactions okay so he was a very calculated person so what he did was he uh, when he went home he he said i'll take the what do you say uh, the uh, what's the word for it prana pra the promise okay i'll promise that i'll do the ekadashi fast for my prosperity i don't know the hindi word i don't remember the hindi word here so uh, he does that okay so he said next ekadashi i am doing this fast so lord as uh, our uh, the the bhagwan okay he, they hear this and they get very uh, what do you say happy about this and he already gives him the prosperity that he wanted so he says okay uh, this guy he's been certain things certain bad things before but now he is he wants to come to the right track so he gives them the prosperity before even before he starts the uh ekadashi uh, uh fast mm-hmm. okay so uh, sadhu as he gets the prosperity before he continues to delay the fast for around 10 years saying cert- citing certain reasons whatever mm-hmm. okay and he delays it to an extent after which he loses everything uh, all of his prosperity and somehow ends up in jail mm-hmm. okay in that jail he realizes that okay this me coming to jail is totally linked to what i have done in the past by delaying the ekadashi fast for so many years mm-hmm. okay so uh basically what i want to connect this with is okay the fast doesn't actually uh magically does something to make you prosper this is all i feel 
but it's just a way to test yourself to test your mental uh, strength and your uh, will right your will power on how much you can go forward to it it can be anything it can be like uh, i not doing something is not the only option you can ask yourself to do something and that's your fast for the day okay so that you put everything every ounce of yourself in that particular thing and that is also a fast in, in what i'll what i'll say what i think and we've seen this like small changes in a life like in the story of sadhu he did this small promise he didn't do that small promise if he would have done that thing he would have become certain uh, something very different from what he eventually became right if he would have just took that promise he would just kept that promise and did that fast on the very first day when he first uh, day he wanted to do that he promised to do that fast he would have not ended up in jail right so our promises our words uh, also carry that responsibility right if i'm giving my word to you right that uh, i'm going to do some certain thing i'm saying boy i'll will do some uh, something like this in uh, in this on this particular date right and if i don't commit to uh, i don't do that particular thing you and i obviously aren't going to have that good relationship in the future it won't because we are friends it won't it might not have that good that big an impact on the relationship but slowly and slowly you'll yeah. start realizing you start judging we'll see okay this person doesn't keep his uh, keep his promises and you'll start cutting cutting me out right so these are small actions that carry the responsibility uh for the person right so that's it um, so i think that was a great discussion we had right now on responsibility covering so many aspects from how mythology or even films and books have affected us people right we have met we have interacted so i think certainly that's what that right. was a very fulfilling experience talking to you about responsibility and hopefully with the uh, with this like, year coming like, to an end soon and when you when you when right on the horizon i i hope uh, to all our listeners uh, they have a uh, first of all a great great holiday season a great happy new year but also i, I i'd be really happy if um, they are able to take away something valuable from this and start the year on a very new and positive note so i think with that we can conclude cool. episode 2 of the intrigue podcast thank you right. bye 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 thank you